Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 239. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. Master your mindset in two weeks by joining my first cohort-based course. Increase your happiness by unlocking a growth mindset. Remove self-limitations and self-limiting beliefs. Move beyond what is holding you back by learning to change what you think, believe, and feel. Cohort-based courses offer students an opportunity to work alongside their peers, engage in active learning through hands-on projects, and a more interactive and immersive experience. Start investing in your most valuable asset, your mind, and join 143 other students that have already pre-enrolled. Click the link in the show notes to join my first cohort-based course today. There are limited seats in this cohort, so I recommend joining soon. Enrollments close September 25th. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. We all deserve to be in a healthy relationship, but Establishing a healthy relationship is often easier said than done. Relationships are an important part of a healthy life. These connections are critical for both our mental and physical health, and they bring out the best in us. So, what does a healthy relationship look like? What are some things that we can identify to delineate unhealthy relationship from a healthy relationship? Number one, openness and honesty. There's something critical each of us should acknowledge. Conflict is not a sign of a relationship that is in trouble. But unacknowledged or unresolved conflict can be. Now, if you're thinking that you and your partner 
never have any disagreements. This could be a potential sign that you're ignoring problems, which means welcoming resentment or larger disagreements down the road. Part of this openness means that we can be ourselves, our true selves with our partner. Now, of course, all of us have varying levels of openness in our relationships, but the key is that we never feel as if we need to hide aspects of who we are or change who we are. Openness can be challenging because being open means we are being vulnerable. This means that both individuals in the relationship are showing strength, self-confidence, and courage. A healthy relationship also recognizes while their partner may have different needs than them, they find ways to compromise while still maintaining their own boundaries. And I want to be clear, boundaries are not about secrecy. They establish that each person has their own needs and expectations because both individuals are exactly that, individuals, which does not mean those partners are further apart, but rather closer for recognizing and respecting this. Now, this also means that we feel comfortable sharing our deepest thoughts, our fears and emotions. In other words, we can be candid. And that means not fearing the response or judgment from our partner. This openness and honesty also means that both partners are open and respectful when discussing issues and confronting disagreements. A healthy relationship is not one that is perfect. Perfection is impossible, irrelevant of what we look at. Everyone has disagreements. Quite frankly, it's healthy not to always see eye to eye on every little thing. It's what makes both partners unique and who they are. Healthy conflict is identifying the root issue or challenge and addressing it as a team before it balloons and grows into something bigger. And a healthy relationship accomplishes this without yelling. A major benefit from this openness and honesty is that we learn more about our partner. And interestingly enough, we learn more about ourselves. And this is because a healthy relationship allows both partners to hear each other. When our partner articulates what we are experiencing, it gives us the ability to gain another perspective. This brings us new findings and a greater understanding of ourselves. Number two, mutual respect. In a healthy relationship, both individuals have a shared respect for one another. This means that we value our partner's beliefs and opinions. We love and appreciate our partner for who they are as a person. In other words, both sides are caring and empathetic to one another and provide comfort and support. Here's something very powerful in a healthy relationship. Whatever each individual's strength and weaknesses are, being aware of them, 
can help each person reach a point of loving and accepting themselves. And this is key because with this, they can help the individual love and accept their partner as well. So you may be wondering, how do healthy couples show respect for one another? They both listen without interrupting, being understanding when your partner makes a mistake, building each other up, not tearing each other down, allowing your partner to have their own individuality, respecting boundaries, either the ones we set or that our partner sets, learning to ask and listen. The key is that we communicate. That means that we're not trying to read minds. It's all about being present, being empathetic and supportive. On top of all of this, a healthy relationship is one where both partners encourage one another to go after their goals. There is nothing worse than jealousy. And as a side note, this also goes for our non-romantic relationships. We need to always encourage and honor our partner's goals, dreams, and visions. This enables both partners to feel invincible. And this fuel can not only provide immense power to each individual, but power to the relationship. This also means a healthy relationship is supportive post-accomplishment, meaning we cheer and our partner reciprocates when we achieve something. This means that both partners support each other's hard work, efforts, and dreams. Kindness should be a two-way street. It's given and returned in a healthy relationship. This means that both sides show compassion for the other person and the things that they care about. Number three, good communication. Now, this might seem obvious, but good communication means clear communication. There are two main reasons why clear communication is a sign of a healthy relationship. One, it suggests that both partners are able to express their wants and needs in a way that the other person can understand. And two, both partners can hear what the other person is saying and understand what is being conveyed. These two things allow us to connect with our partner. A study in 2018 found that couples were more satisfied in their relationships when they used communication skills, like making constructive statements and clarifying the other person's meaning. This can be very helpful to ensure we are actively listening, digesting what we are hearing. And the external benefit is that we show our partner we are listening and making an effort. Those in a healthy relationship put it all out on the table. They talk about things that they're experiencing and going through, their successes, their failures, and everything that sits in between. And not only do they put things on the table, they feel comfortable doing so. That means that both partners feel comfortable talking about their stress, challenges, financial concerns, mental health. A healthy relationship 
creates a platform where anything can be discussed. Here's a crazy statistic. A study done back in 2015 with 5,000 individuals showed that having regular negative interactions in a relationship increased the likelihood of suffering from depression and anxiety and was even linked to suicidal thoughts. On the other hand, strong partnerships protect people when they're in the midst of a crisis, exactly the time they need someone on their side. And there's something that should be clarified here. A healthy relationship is not one where individuals tell each other what they should or shouldn't think and feel. Think about it this way. When we are already feeling upset, sad, or anxious, the last thing we need is to add another layer on top of this. That layer is making our partner feel as if their feelings are not acceptable, normal, or natural. It is being human to have feelings and emotions. We may not always understand what our partner is feeling or experiencing, no matter how they try to communicate it. But the most important thing is that we meet them halfway. We provide them with the space to express those feelings. We comfort them as they navigate those emotions. We listen without judgment. And our partner does the same. A healthy relationship recognizes that no two minds were molded the same. They don't try to change the other person into what they think is ideal for their convenience. They let the other individual grow and love them in their own way. The key is that a healthy relationship embraces the good and tries to fix the bad. Again, no one is perfect. All relationships go through things. But it's how those partners move through those events that makes a healthy relationship. Number four, give and take. One of the greatest signs of a healthy relationship is adaptability. It's unrealistic to think that we can always give 50% in a relationship. Just as balance is critical to our professional lives, it's also critical to our relationship. Some days we can only give 30%, and sometimes our partner can only give 30%. The most important thing, though, is that we step up to the plate when they need it, and they step up to the plate when we need them. This means a constant shift between a 70% and 30% effort from each side. In summary, we feel like our needs, wishes, and interests are just as important as the other person's. Sometimes, we might put in more money, time, or emotional support than our partner, and vice versa. But, the outcome always feels equitable and even. This adaptability shows each partner that they care because they put forth the effort. It's easy to be empathetic, supportive, kind, and caring during good times. It's more challenging to provide those things in times of difficulty. And a healthy relationship 
Individuals rise to the occasion when their partner cannot. Here's something interesting. Studies show that appreciating our partner is one of the strongest predicators of whether or not couples feel satisfied in a relationship. Irrelevant of how much someone gives, it's the effort and acknowledgement of that effort that is critical. And this is because appreciating our partner and the things that they do for us can help each individual feel loved and satisfied in the relationship. Being grateful for our partner allows us to focus on their positive traits, which in turn helps balance out any conflicts. Part of this giving and taking also means both partners taking responsibility, meaning that each individual owns their actions and words. Each individual avoids placing blame and admits when they make a mistake. It's never about making the actual mistake. It's realizing when we make a mistake and having the courage to apologize and make an effort to improve and better ourselves, to improve our relationship. This means that both individuals take ownership for the impact of their words or behaviors, even if it wasn't their intention. This ultimately means that conflict becomes constructive, not destructive. Just as our failures do not define us individually, neither do our mistakes in a relationship. A healthy relationship uses these as opportunities to learn, to grow, to grow closer. These fibers allow a healthy relationship to create a stronger bond. So, to recap, number one, openness and honesty. This means that we can be ourselves. Being open means we are being vulnerable. This means that both individuals in the relationship are showing strength, self-confidence, and courage. This also means not fearing the response or judgment from our partner. This openness and honesty also means that both partners are open and respectful when discussing issues and confronting disagreements. Number two, mutual respect. This means that we value our partner's beliefs and opinions. Whatever each individual's strength and weaknesses are, being aware of them can help each person reach a point of loving and accepting themselves. Healthy couples show respect for one another. They both listen without interrupting, being understanding when their partner makes a mistake, building each other up, not tearing each other down, allowing their partner to have their own individuality, respecting boundaries, and learning to ask and listen. Number three, good communication. Both partners are able to express their wants. Now, we may not always understand what our partner is feeling or experiencing, but the most important thing is that we meet them halfway. We provide them with the space to express those feelings. We comfort them as they navigate those emotions, and we listen without judgment. Number four, give and take. One of the greatest signs of a healthy relationship is adaptability. 
we feel like our needs, wishes, and interests are just as important as the other person's. Sometimes we might put in more money, time, or emotional support than our partner and vice versa, but the outcome always feels equitable and even. Lastly, conflicts become constructive, not destructive. Just as our failures do not define us individually, neither do our mistakes in a relationship. A healthy relationship uses these as opportunities to learn, to grow, to grow closer. These fibers allow a healthy relationship to create a stronger bond. This week's shout out is by Tammy, who sent me a DM on Facebook. My world is all about finding a stable job at the age of 51 and confronting the idea of returning to school again. Since moving to a new area for my husband's job and leaving my job of eight years and stability, I just assumed I would just pick up another job. After listening to people tell me what I should and shouldn't do and letting the years pass in my new area, I finally have the courage to begin a nearly two-year journey of school. Faced with the possibility of loan debt, I found your podcast one day. You gave me the courage, and I am very grateful for your podcast. In my saddest days some days and self-doubt, you have given me hope to continue. Thank you. For an opportunity to be next week's shout-out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. You just might be the next shout-out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into signs you're in a healthy relationship. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.